in your testing, my grace in your fill in the blank, whatever it is that you're going through, my grace in your loss, and my grace in your setback is always more than enough for you, and my power finds its full expression, which means its explosion, its dynamiteness, it it, it presses out through your weakness. Paul has an understanding here that we also need to grasp and hold on to, because in verse 10 he said, so I am not defeated in my weakness. That's right. But delighted. (laughs) For when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution because of my love for Christ, I am made yet stronger. For my weakness, get this, becomes a portal to God's power. Well, right. In other words, Paul is saying, when I can't, God can. When I am weak, when I feel helpless and when I can't do anything about it, that's when God can show up and show out. It's when God can not only explode in my situation, it's when he has my full attention. All right now. So some of you all may be wondering, and as you can see, for the most part, I have on some referee attire. <laughs> and at last count, I think around here I got about 10 different names. Now, most of them, you see I'm walking over here, right? Because most of them come from this one right here. Well... From Reverend Burrell's wife is Juanita Swanette. Okay? From this one over here, we got Rhodesia, we got Lefi, we got Sadie, we got Nick, we got all types of anything. Depending on what I'm doing, she's subject to throw out any name and give it to me. But today we get to add on Referee Swan. If you wish, because I plan on calling it and telling it just like I see Come on, it. Come on, let's go, right. let's go. So let me start by saying how grateful I am for 2020. Well, yeah. I thank God for faith, hope, and the possibilities that a new year holds and the things I believe are coming. Uh-huh. Right. I thank God for giving each of us a new beginning and a fresh start. Well, but the truth be told, most of us could not wait to share 2019, hoping Amen. and praying for a better 2020. Amen. We want and are expecting and are requesting a new movement in 2020 because the stuff that happened in 2019 hit some of us way below the bed. Well, well, well. Yeah. Some of us are calling foul and a penalty on the play for the entire 2019 year. Some of us are wondering if the hand grab saw what was happening. We know for sure that God is not blind, but I declare I did not hear nair whistle, and it seems that nobody bothered to call a time out. Collectively, we took hit after hit after hit. It shifted us and it moved us. It just didn't push us far from our comfort zone. Nevertheless, in the grand scheme of things, the Bible says, yet in all these things, uh-huh. yeah. we are more than conquerors through more him than. who loves yeah. us. All right yeah. now. now, that's all fine and dandy, but the broken hearts and the sad faces and the persistent bad news from January to December has some of us ready to throw the towel in Come the on. rain. That's right. Yeah. But let's be real. As the coaches of our lives, we pull the challenge flag and we're ready to throw it on the field oh, of oh, your life. Yeah. Yes. Amen. It's a new day and a new year. We've turned the corner. 
We've turned the page and it's time for a new birthing in this season. Well, it's time for something new. There is something about a new start, about catching your breath, that have people ready to dig deep and trust again in spite of the presence of loss and of lingering pain. Yeah. Jesus says, I am the way, well, the truth, and, and the life. But in spite of that, though, there are times when we wouldn't trust God deeper. Well, we wouldn't move any further. Right. We wouldn't desire any higher Come if on, it wasn't man. for, and here is my title, Necessary Roughness. Well, all right. All right. I uh -huh. hear you. I hear you. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I knew you would be the one in here. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I'm learning about necessary roughness, the stuff that we must go through in order to be victorious in this life, yeah. is that it yeah. is, in fact, necessary. Well, yeah. These are things that come at us as a requisite, as required, as mandatory, in order to produce the right amount of something, something in us that is needed on our Christian journey uh -huh. for our maturity and our be like Christness. Well, all, right. all of us will not go through the same exact thing because we have a God that specializes. Yes, well, yeah. He knows exactly what we need, when we need it, but I do know this. Necessary roughness produces in us positions for growth. All right. Whenever you encounter a roughness or a rough patch that was so unexpected and so monumental, you find yourself almost startled or jolted into a different position. Yet it can be filled with potential and growth. You can't return to the old way of thinking and being because your new normal is now in full effect. It's almost like you've had the wind knocked out of you and now you must find your footing again. Stunned by the unexpected finds us in a deep period of disbelief. But for God, his perfect plan has been executed to make you stronger and to show forth his power. In other words, his grace provides a place for you to grow even when things don't go your way. There are lessons to be learned in the pains of life. There's lessons in the things that bother you. Lessons that God can teach you in and through the haze of the moment. In 2 Corinthians 12, we find Paul bothered but humbled. Come on. We find a troubled man talking to God in the midst of his issues. Uh -huh. right. Paul has an aha moment after three denials and a lesson on grace. Mm -hmm. right. In light of this pericope of scripture, what have you been asking God to remove from you? Well, mm -hmm. Jesus. What is it that you'd rather not deal with any longer? Mm -hmm. What is it that he says, my grace has positioned you for growth in this. Uh -huh. Does anybody feel an aha moment coming up in the middle of your circumstances? Because yeah. we're talking about necessary roughness. See, God won't remove it if it benefits you, and he will allow it if it brings you closer. Well, right. See, necessary roughness positions you for growth. All right. All right. All right. Another thing that necessary roughness produces is power through weakness. The scriptures say that God's grace is sufficient in our weakness, and his strength is made perfect. Yes, it is. Yet, we live in an age where we are more self-sufficient and self-reliant than ever. We are do-it-yourselfers, a want-it-now, have-it-your-way, instant gratification generation that have long since forgotten how patience work and how to be satisfied in God's timing. Well, right. We have grabbed a hold of independence and a reasonable amount of control, so letting go of any of that is out of the question. Why? Because we have relied on ourselves so long that we forget to still trust in God. Well, Unlike Paul, we are not delighted in weakness. We don't like to boast in anything that makes us look like we don't have it all together. Mm -hmm. So how do we get to the point where we are delighted 
and boastful in the things we cannot control. Right. We can use a little something called hindsight because it really is 2020. Mm -hmm. Look back, remember, and realize that it was God that turned it around and blessed you with favor. Well, so yeah. case in point, do you remember when the very thing that tried to take you out became the very thing that made you a survivor? Right. Mm -hmm. They say that if it don't kill you, it'll make you stronger. Now, I don't know who they is, but it was them that said it. Well, right. <laughs> what, what, what I do know, however, that it was his grace. And whatever you are facing, this too shall pass. Well, the necessary roughness portals or projects God's power mm. through our weakness. Amen. Come on. Yeah. All right. Come on. Preach. Tell it. So the third thing. Mm. Oh, let me ask Reverend Burrell something. In the NFL. If the refs decided to do their hat like this, would they get a fine? Yes. They would? Yeah. Well, this ain't the NFL, so they're not going to come fine. This is my service, so I get to do it my way. If I want to turn it this way, I do that. If I want to come this way, all right, okay, let me stop. <laughs> I'm going to have some fun whether y'all are or not. Or not. Okay. The third thing necessary reference produces is patience to endure. Well, I looked up patience and found that it was the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Yes, accept right. it, accept it. Come on, come on. Okay, I think I need to be that again because somebody right. needs to understand that patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, yes. trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Mm -hmm. okay. Now, right. endure means to last. To live, and somebody needs to hear that, to live, to hold on, to go on, to abide, and to continue. In other words, it means to accept what God allows while continuing to hold on and to abide in him. So come a little closer so we can go a little bit deeper. It means that we stop focusing on the problem and keep our eyes on God. It's like the horses with the blinders on. All they can see is what's straight in front of them. And that's the way that we need to be looking at God. It means we boast in the things we face rather than falling apart every step of the way. See, I know we don't care to endure. We don't like to go through anything. We want a life that is filled with good and pleasant and hopeful things, but that's not the way that it goes, baby. All right. Although God has plans to prosper and to give us peace, we must understand that he is the one that orders our steps. Wow. We endure by going through, feeling the heat, and learning the lessons along the way. We learn patience in the way, and we endure in the process. Well, Remember Jeremiah 29, 11? It right. says that he has a plan for our future. So to have a future, that means you got to live. Okay, Amen. I'm just throwing that in for free. But he has a plan for our future and to give us a hope. Because necessary roughness is the process God uses to grow us up, to mature us, and to produce patience as we endure. It's the stuff that makes us better. So we've learned that necessary roughness produces positioning, power, and patience for growth in our weakness as we endure. But here's a question. When stuff happens in your life that you don't particularly care for, do you ever secretly wish you had more control? Or you could throw a penalty flag. Any one of these right here. Like they do in sports. Oh, I'm a thorn. 
Like they do in, like they do in sports. Whether it is the yellow one or the red one, which we know means challenge. And Jesus would conduct an instant replay where he would review the foul, go over the play, and rule entirely on your behalf. Mm-hmm, we like that. In this hypothetical situation, what if life was like the game of football? Or any other sport where this applies? I know in the game of football, at least, there are major penalties and fines that are given for unnecessary roughness. A multitude of flags are thrown on the field, whistles are blown, and the referees huddle together to determine the best call to make in light of the situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had to get this right because I know I got football fans in here. <laughs> And I didn't want them coming up afterwards to say, uh, sister, you all wrong. (laughs) We understand that life is not a game. But there are things that can hit us so hard that the wind literally escapes our bodies. We've been knocked down here and there. And before we could recover, here comes another something, a sucker punch that kicks us while we're down. Uh But today we're talking about necessary roughness, where every penalty that you overcome moves you closer to the goal line of victory, providing peace in the middle of your storm. Now let's say that we found a way to enter the game called your life and can throw penalty flags whenever we don't like the direction in which they're going. Mm. All right. You check your account and realize you got more month than money? Yeah. Offside, resulting yeah. in a false start. <laughs> Five yard penalty. Your boss seems to enjoy micromanaging you, holding from the guy that's acting like the devil himself, ten dollar penalty. Doctors find something and they're not sure what it is. That's illegal contact and unnecessary roughness. Twenty yard penalty, automatic first down. All right. Feel like you can't win for losing? Delay of game. Add 25 seconds to the play clock, please. Life seems to be, excuse me, life seems to be one instant replay of mistakes, issues, and problems. 15-yard penalty, first down. When you add life up and it feels like it's just too much, we pull the challenge flag, but under careful review, though, the penalty, God says, is declined. You might feel like it's not fair, but God sees that you are now in a better position having gone through than you were before. He's saying, stay the course. You are right on target. What you're going through is necessary. So repeat second down. Come on. You might not realize it in the heat of life battle, but you now have home field advantage and you are this close to your breakthrough. Come on, right. At the end of the day. The challenges of life may have put points up on the board, but there is a final victory. This book right here tells me that the game will not go into overtime. And that there will be no death or sorrow or crying or pain. All we have to do is keep on moving, keep on getting up, keep on trusting, keep on believing, keep on growing, and realize that necessary toughness in this life benefits our Christian journey. The Bible says he will wipe away every tear and all these unpleasant things will be gone forever. 
Isaiah 43, 19 says this, and I love it. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. So I hope you will join me in expecting God to show up and show out in unexpected ways and in unexpected places. I encourage you to look, to take a look back over your life, rewind the clock, and put yourself in review. I bet you you will find God's steady hand of provision in the midst of and in the uncertain moments of your life. See, necessary roughness may not feel pleasant at the time, but we are assured that those who wait or trust in the Lord will find new strength. Right. He can and he will make all things new. Yeah. Well, Amen. The singer and songwriter Martha Sapp says about God, I never would have made it without right. you. Yeah. She it. says I'm stronger, yeah. I'm wiser, yes. and I'm better. Yeah. He says I made it through my song and my test. Because yeah. you were there to carry me through my mess. Yeah, all right. He says, when I look back over all you brought me through, Thank I can God. see that you, God, are the one I held on to. Thank you, God. So my question to you is, what is your hope built on? God says, my grace is sufficient for you. It's, it's all you need no matter what comes your way. The anointed voices, the, 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 the group that I'm in, sings a song that says, of God, that he is way maker, yeah, yeah, that he is miracle worker, yeah. that he is promise keeper, yeah. 